Uh, Greg? James. Greg, you're in Lake, Lake Conjola, so affected by the fires. Yeah, I was personally affected to the point where I lost everything I owned. And can you hear me, James? Yeah, yeah, on you go, yep. And I, um, I stood fighting a fire that approached my house and took everything, my house, my home, and it ended up with three bits of clothing. I cannot tell you how good the support has been from the charities, the Red Cross and Vinnies, Salvation Army, um, the support from Disaster Relief, Recovery from Ulladulla. The community support has been amazing. And, I, and it really bugs me when I hear people saying, we haven't heard where this money's gone. It has, it's a massive amount of money. It takes a lot of infrastructure to get it out there in the community. And the people are doing it, are doing as best they can. And it's just incredible the support that we've had. Yeah. And uh, tell me, tell me really, about that. Tell me about that specifically. How what what's rolled out? What's happened? Well, I've got all my donations from the Red Cross, like financial support. All the donations have come through directly from it. Like to Red Cross, for instance, is thirty thousand dollars. It's a huge amount of money to mm. the rebuilding of my life and my home. And. Yep. Uh, I, the people that haven't received it, it concerns me, or they haven't been able to get that support, they're either falling through the cracks, socioeconomically challenged, or they don't know where to go. Ring your community centre, ring your disaster recovery centre, yep. talk to someone, everybody's there to help you. It's just incredible. So you got to say so the 30000 from the Red Cross. What, what other elements of support have been there, Greg? Uh, there's been fantastic... Um, uh, psychological, mental support, housing. Um, we, I'm, I'm in the mid 60s, and we we had somewhere to stay within three or four days. And uh, all the community support, the the local businesses that that support us. Um, I'm really I'm really concerned that people get a lot of fake news, a lot of shock jocks, are putting the message out there that there's nothing happening. All this money that comes in from around Australia and around the world doing it's just an incredible process and a huge task to get that those finances out mm. and and it's just it's uh, it just really concerns me and I, I just amazed at how much support I'm humbled by it and we're lucky we've got fabulous family and friends that have been able to support us but mm. the general community people I don't even know yeah. know me from losing my house and they come up and Offer me accommodation, offer us clothes and offer us food. You know, my wife and I are living out of a suitcase after 64 years of living on this earth. You know, yeah. it's just amazing. And yeah. it took me 18 minutes from sitting in my comfortable home with a cup of coffee in my office to fighting a fire and having a, a 300 metre wide, 40 metre fireball hitting my house. And I had to, we couldn't get off our property. Yeah. So, yeah. amazing, amazing. And imagine, so, like, imagine now you're... You know, I, I mean, I can't imagine what, what, what it is like for you now. You know, did, can you give me a sense of where, where your emotions are now? Like, what did you, you must be, you know, the, the, the sense of, both the sense of loss and then the sense of, of, of perhaps an overwhelming sense of what you've got to do now. James, it's, it's very interesting. Um, the human psyche is, I, I'm a very much a half-glass type of person and, and, I, and I've always look at silver lining on things. But I'm totally aware, and I've seen people who've lost their houses and homes, and there, there is PTSD. I can see people are incredibly shocked by it. 
Um, and they don't know where to, how they're going to move forward. They're just selling their blocks of land and taking their insurance payout and, and moving out of somewhere that they've lived their whole life at. It's mm. very, it's very, it's very sad for me personally. Um, I keep, as you can hear, I, I don't mind having a chat, <laughs> and I, I get a lot of benefit from expressing my emotions and and talking about it and knowing that there's people out there when I need it, when I'll need it in three months, when I need it in six months or 12 months, I know that the local community will have people there I can go to, talk to and get on top of. Because as strong as I am about this, this is the most horrifying thing my wife and I have been through. I I know that some stage I'm going to be affected by it and, yep. I'm, and I'm quite aware of it and... Um, it's still it's incredibly surreal. I um, I had to go away for a couple of days, and I went and I went to pack my bag. I didn't have a bag, James. <laughs> and then I went to get my yeah. toiletry bag. I don't have a toiletry bag because yeah. I'm in somebody else's home. You know, it's just it's amazing how yeah. it keeps hitting you every day, and I'm very Great. concerned about. It. The mental side of it. Yeah, um, yeah, which is something as well we need to uh, to keep talking about and thinking about. Greg, look, thanks for that call, and, and I don't, I think that really highlights the. I think what what you said there, the, the, the that people are underestimating the complexity of getting the money to the right people and when when they need it. 